Welcome to the No Ledge Podcast. This is your host Oso. I'm here with my two my two friends, uh, Stephanie and Kasai. How y'all doing today? I'm great. How are you? Beautiful, lovely, Eddie. I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling quite despite cheaper. despite the laughs. I mean, we're doing our best to keep you know to keep uh keep our heads high. There's a lot of a lot of highs and a lot of holes this week, as far as. <laughs> I definitely said a lot of hoes. <laughs> Who doesn't walk a day to hell? Wait, you higher than everybody else here. No, that's every day. <laughs> Can I smoke what you smoke? There's been a lot I of highs life. and lows. Um. <laughs> well, take your time. This usually doesn't take this long. It's usually just one time. <laughs> This is the second intro I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's no other one. <laughs> take three? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. No, so I was just saying. I'm not doing take No, it I'm is not, take three. I'm not doing take three. Welcome <laughs> to the No Lunch Podcast. This is your host, Oso. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here with my friend, Stephanie Casario. How y'all doing today? Great. How are you? I'm, I'm doing lovely. Phenomenal. <laughs> We're doing our best to, to keep our heads high despite the many highs and lows that have gone on um, between being people in the city, people who are hip-hop fans. And, you know, we want to start first and foremost with saying rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Um, he was an inspiration to not just people who are hip-hop fans, but also people who are investors, people who look to better their communities and create better environments than what they came from. People, people who people who want to create um people want to create a better environment overall for everybody else it's completely selfless it's completely selfless and it's something to admire about a person so as i said i wanted to take a moment to respect the man and his endeavors and the positivity he brought to us as people and his fans he really did write up. He really did try to unlearn, to relearn. Right, and that's sometimes that's what you have to do to make to make progression. You have to you have to take away you have to take away the things that you learn. You have to take away your behaviors and just adapt better things. And then with that, you have the understanding of other people when you want to teach them. You know, from that, um, we want to start. At the at the very bottom, I'm going to start here with an article we read about the specialized testing and the specialized high schools. Um, for whatever reason, this year's specialized high school exams only admitted so many so many children of color, and it's a tremendous complaint that's been going on since you know since we were in school For, since forever. Yeah. Right, and it's something that's uh, that's a huge flaw in the system that we need to pick up. I mean, as I said, it's something that starts in the beginning. I mean, you you you're building a structure. How do you build a how do you build a a building without a proper foundation? Um, and starting with education, I thought this is an uh, an important part of our society and something that's relevant to all of us in our own ways. I have a quick question in regards to that, though. You know how it's a specialized school here in the city. When you go to another state, do they even consider it specialized? Or do they just see it on a paper as just another high school that you went to? Because it's like when you go to another country, you go with an associate's degree. If they don't have a two-year college over there, they're just going to automatically assume it's a four-year. That's a good question. I never really thought about that in terms of, like, does Bronx high school science mean something when you're in California or Michigan or Chicago and so on and so forth? I'm not sure what the relevance is. I mean, as you said, with colleges, if you go to, I mean, if you go to Oxford in Ireland and you bring it back here, I mean, that means something. But, but that's because it's it's internationally known. That's true. It has the reputation of being yeah. that. But do they really know that Bronx High School of Science is even a specialized school? I mean, let's to be real. Either way, does it does anything before high school even really matter? Regardless, definitely not. I don't, I don't think it does. I haven't seen any relevance in terms of life or life skills that actually... I mean, I guess 
things that happened prior to eighth grade, um, you bring with you into high school. But to be honest, a lot of stuff I learned in high school that went on, um, that went on with me for the rest of my life, such as sexuality, for example. I mean, we had come up in a time where it was more regular for LGBT students. I mean, you take my mom, for example, LGBT, an LGBT meeting in school was unheard of for kids to be open about who they were in terms of sexuality that was unheard of. I didn't even have sex ed. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have sexual education class to like twelfth grade. I think that's a New York thing. Yeah, I didn't even have sex ed. I I mean I had it in eighth grade. But in eighth grade, we're talking about a priest talking to us, telling us that abstinence is the way. Yeah, but when that half of the class was like, already doing it. <laughs> that definitely sounds like Catholic school. Well, if you're remembering from the past episode, Stephanie mentioned that she had gone to a private school prior, so that's why she had a priest appear. Me and Kasai weren't in public school when a priest came and talked to us about sex. <laughs> I would love to volunteer my <laughs> own information, like at my soul choosing. Not allowed. <laughs> I went to a very yeah, high class prestigious school. academy. The school was fucking horrible. <laughs> there were no piss in my staircases ever. I was beat up all the time and I beat up people all the time. We were never bullied. It was very frowned upon. Literally huge 20 versus 20 people gang fights. The president was a role model of the community. I was hit with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yes, I was. You know what? That actually re- brings me back to a fight that we had in our high school. That's, it was crazy. It was crazy. Thanks for the no details about yeah. that. <laughs> because it was in the lunchroom. No, no, no. It got to the point to where they started throwing food and stuff. So it was. It almost started. So a pretty food big. fight. No, it, but but it was between two people, and then that guy's girlfriend tried to come to me to try to start a fight with me, and I'm just like, "Fucking your problem, fight. yo." Huh? This sounds like it was about you. <laughs> no, not really funny at all, actually. No, no, no. The the two people used to co- used to always uh, like try to fight amongst each other. These two guys, and at that time, the the guy that got into the fight with the other guy, um, I I don't know what the hell happened between them two, but all of a sudden she just wanted to like come towards me, and I'm just like I don't even know what I did to you. <laughs> That's how you start a bar fight. Everybody starts fighting. That's the rules. Yeah. But again, back to what I previously mentioned, never been in a fight before, so yeah. That means if you, if she says something that upsets you on this podcast, you see her out in the street, she Smack the shit out of her. Don't, don't instigate. Don't instigate. Wash. <laughs> yeah. Big said, feel free for it to be on site. Look on <laughs> I don't know if she knows what on-site means. So. I do know what on-site means. It's when you watch TV. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's pay-per-view. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Fuck what we were talking about? We were talking about... Uh, High schools and the how... The foundation of which, uh, of which education is, is, is important. Listen. For the rest of your, uh, your, 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 your career. Honestly. As a student. Uh, the only schooling that matters in this day and age is probably, in some instance, college, depending on the field you pick. Because normally the field you want to go into ain't hiring anyway. At the same time... Can I say something about that, though? Yeah. Do you well, I mean, introduce yourself first. Oh, my fault. My name is Leroy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How you doing? Wait. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yes, He's Leroy here. Jenkins. That's me. Um, Don't worry, I'm going to edit in the Leroy Jenkins voice in. <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> How is it? I mean, I, I, I get it what you're saying that that's important, but if it's so important, how is it that everybody that I know that went to college does not have a job and what they study for? It's because, like I said, the job that you want probably ain't fucking hiring. But so a lot of people. Is it really that important? People, when you in. You're time and money going to college. I actually completely agree with that. But like I said, it depends on your field. Like, some fields are always going to, well, in this day and age, some fields are going to be more important than others. Working with computers. You can't tell me 20 years ago, working with computers is going to be important because ain't nobody have a fucking computer. They had typewriters. It's going to be the same long, long-standing debate that, I mean, we had on this podcast, many people in our, in our age group have as a whole. At the end of the day, for a lot of people who, who, who hustle in general, whatever it is, 
that they do. They know hustle and they see it. They understand that they're looking at 12 years you're in the school system or rather you go up to 12th grade. Up to 12th grade, you're being told, you're being told how important it is to go to college, get a job, buy a house, buy a car, and it's and it's and it's and it sounds as simple Everything as one, two, three, until until you're until you're a hundred thousand dollars um in debt, and you can't find a job in your field, so you're working a job irrelevant to your field, starting from the ground up anyway, just like anybody right, else. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Like you're taking it real personal. <laughs> you really gotta remember sometimes not everything that you're told is good for you. You're right. See, I think the misconception is you should be pursuing greater knowledge, and that's not always in college. Some people need to realize you don't have to be a exactly, exactly. But like I said, it's all about where you go. Instead of going to college, some people need to smarten up and go to trade school, learn a trade, become an electrician, make it forty dollars an hour. No matter what you do, whether you actually become an electrician or you know, you do something else. At the end of the day, some shit is messed up in your house. You know how to fix it. You know how to do the neighbors and make a quick buck that way. Shit. It's always going to be something for you. Exactly. And that is the crazy thing. Your job will forever be in demand because you have a specialized skill. If the world shuts down for tomorrow, whatever the case may be, you are going to be in greater demand if you know how to fix the toilet, if you know how to do plumbing, things like that. Communications degree isn't going to do much. Well, like, uh, you can all, learn how to fucking. College or we go to the army. That's usually what's really. But see, I feel like the army is more for people in lower income families and areas because when you go to the army, you sometimes looking for. I need help financially, and I know the army gonna cut me a check. You're forgetting. Yeah, you're there's, there's certain situations too where people get into situations. I I know a lot of the lower. Lower income people, like lower people on the on the spectrum, go to the army for that. Something happens, they get discharged, mm-hmm. and what happens? They go to drugs because they, they can't have, afford. They can't afford but, to live, or they got some bad they memories. Have a, a check for the, from the army coming in to to pay for their drugs. But then that means you got half and half. But see, it also goes into the fact is should we be letting 17, 18 years old people make? No. Life-changing decisions as giving away your life for the government. What's not being mentioned here is it's kind of under it's undermining the how much patriotism comes into it. Also, you have your parents telling you, regardless of what you want to do, you have to fight for your country. You got to do what you want to do for your. That country. depends on some families. That's not every family. It's yeah, not your family. Not yeah. But when it is, but when that is your family, that is the thing. Your dad and your grandpa and your great grandpa were in the army, guaranteed like you're going too. We yeah, are looking a at a very specific spectrum. <laughs> I actually had an old colleague tell me that. How is anybody that fights in our army fighting for our country? None of our wars have ever been that, for anything about us. Uh, Civil we War was kind of a big thing. I just, <laughs> the Civil War we was kind of important for me. I, I like that. But you say I, 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 right. <laughs> But most of the time we fight and we mind in other people's business. And I would not, you know, I would not argue about that. But at the same time, not currently, I would say, but way back when you could call sometimes America Big Brother. As a piece of history is actually, y'all. Um, yeah, Theodore because Roosevelt, America it's, has it's, come to save a lot. Okay, Roosevelt but wait a minute. We decided that we're going to be the world police. Sometimes somebody has to step up to the plate to... Stop something wrong from happening. You ain't never seen a nigga get beat up like, hey, hey, you kind of whipping yeah, his ass. It's time to stop now. But you got to also remember, too, whenever so-called Big Brother came into play, they had their hand out. You're it's right. It's not like, oh, well, we just wanted to help you but out. See, it's like, we wanted to help you out because you got this for us. But see, at the same time, unlike in the streets, this is big scale helping. You can't big scale help and not expect big scale bills. Well, we okay. Nobody works for free. Spending big scale money to help these people, and most of these people are not. And that also sounds like China. I just know that they always say that we're in trillion dollars a day, and if we're in trillions of dollars a day, and we're helping all these countries, all this money to do all that. It, yeah, it should just. Well, more importantly, we're in trillions of dollars in debt as a world. Who's it going to? The Decepticons. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, Voldemort don't even need to take over that's, the world. This thing is kicking it up right now. That's why Omnitron was tight. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he came here. 
<laughs> Optimus Prime in his bag. Nigga ain't talking up none of the bills. Like, at the end of the day, though, pursuing higher knowledge, whatever the case may be, if you decide that's in college or in a trade school or you find a way to be an entrepreneur, Exercise that's... Yeah, that's phenomenal. But you always have to do research. You always have to look, look and look some more, study hard, whatever the case may be. And people need to understand and we need to stop teaching in schools that college is the only way because it's not. You're saying the research, but let me ask you this. How many times in high school they tell you to research a profession before deciding you're going to go to college? None. I never heard they that. Did. Nick said none. No, no, no. I never heard that. My high school I, didn't I, get I was told. No, because picking your profession was the research. You pick your profession and then you go to college. That was your research. Actually, in New York, public schools, remember, you used to have to try to pick the school you were going to go to based on the career that you wanted. Because they even right, asked you Right, they forced that into people too early. That's I Without any type of that. knowledge of I'm, what's going to happen or what you want to I'm happen in the in your fifth life. grade. What do I look like choosing a high school with what I, I want to do with those? I want to be an astronaut. Yeah, like, they want to they tell don't you to even pick your path. Every day. Like, that's the thing. They're trying to tell I'm people to pick their path for life before they give them sexual education. I'm not, I'm not discouraging anybody from being an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Like we don't know at that age, seventh grade, eighth grade, what we really want to do. I'm 27 turning 28 right now. I'm still up in the air sometimes about what I fully want to commit to for the rest of my life. This shit going to take me like forever. I'm going to be good. I'm going to stay here. I'm comfortable forever now. We haven't had the proper guidance. But that's the thing. At those ages in school, that discussion should be stopped at you can do whatever you want to do. No. No, I disagree. It, it, no, I disagree with that statement completely. You can't do whatever you want to do. Well, the, that's that's for inspiration and motivation. That's inspiration but, and motivation, but also be realistic. Because yeah. things like that, saying you can do whatever you want, that comes out with niggas coming out of school or whatever the case may be, feeling entitled. You I can do, do whatever, whatever I want. want well, you know it why? depends on you your drive. Trump if you're president. Oh, Listen, Trump became president, <laughs> so you can do whatever you want. Apparently, I mean, they clearly you can do whatever you want with <laughs> money. With a small loan of a million dollars, I can do whatever. Exactly, I want. a small loan of a million dollars, I could stack that crazy. I think Trump is America's answer to Obama. Trump is an answer to Obama. It's it was like, oh, right. Okay, well here you now. Now you deal with this. That's that's what I feel that was. But like, However, as far as schools and trades, that's I need final thoughts. Final. You know, whatever the case may be on this subject. Like I said, I feel like further education should be good. Trade school, not always college. Yeah, my final thought about that is you need to go after passion. Going after your passion is always going to lead you. It's going to lead you further than than, than the normal circumstances. It's going to lead you to the point where you're somebody who's in demand for the services that you can provide based on your your skill, whether you went to college or you decided to have a trade. So I'm always going to be for that more than anything else. You have a final thought on that, Stephanie? I just feel like definitely go out there and really research things before you actually sign that paper for that school loan or, you know, just make sure that you look at all your options because to become to become financially independent or, you know, at least rich or anything like that, there's no need to go to college for that, you know, so. I agree. I mean, as I said, I mean, going back to the fact that this does start with, this does start with education and we're speaking specifically in regards to specialized high school exam. I mean, in my own experience, I mean, long story short, I had different health complications when I was a kid. So at the time I was in the hospital and I came back to school, I was studying for the exam. I was staying after school for the exam, but for the actual exam, I want to say I was at the doctor for like two days before that, whatever the case is. And then they told me that the exam had gone away. And I thought, I mean, they had already done it and it was over. Now, in terms of, you know, usual testing for school, I was assuming that, okay, I can just do makeup, whatever the case is. And my mom, you know, a lot of people don't have their parents invested in, in their education, especially not at an early age. But my mom had actually asked me what was going on with the specialized high school exam that I was taking off after school for and so on and so forth. Uh, and I was like, oh, they said it was over, that I didn't get to do it. And she was furious. So then we go to the school and she tells she goes to them. She goes to them with a doctor's note explaining to them 
look, he was at the doctor. There's no reason he should be. He shouldn't. He should be exempt from taking this test. And they're just saying, oh, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing that we can do about it. Yada yada yada. I thought they had makeup days for those. They though. didn't. At my at school, they time, said. Maybe? At my school, they said they didn't. They didn't have anything that they could do. And my mom was trying to go up higher than them and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, I wasn't able to take it. Therefore, I was exempt from taking the specialized high school exam and didn't go to, what was it, uh, Ferrello, LaGuardia, and Bronx High School of Science, and uh, I believe there's four other ones regardless. What school did you apply for? Brooklyn no, no, you take, you, take the, you take the specialized high school exam and then you apply after that. It makes you admissible to those six schools. So I don't recall it being that way. Well, that's the other side of this issue, that there's plenty of people in general who all have a mixed up story about how about how this time went. Some people didn't even get to hear about the exam, didn't hear anything about tutoring and so on and so forth, while specific communities were able to get ahead of taking the exam, make sure they had the proper tutors and so on and so forth. And whatever whatever was needed in terms of being able to pass the exam and get into the schools that were gonna afford you a better high school education, was gonna afford you a better high school education, thus became available. When I was in seventh, eighth grade, they gave us the Catholic school books first, <laughs> and then they gave us the public school directory. And they said, we would prefer that you go, you know, that you guys go to a Catholic high school, but we know that funds might not really be available. They offered financial aid. They offered all those things. And then when they gave us the book for the public schools, they said we had the option to apply for specialized, but whenever the time came to take the test, the school was the one that decided that. And then we would have to go to the school and take the test there right. on a Saturday. That's still somewhat familiar to what um, my experience was. I mean, it's just, it's important for people you know in our age group at this time we're now having their own children who are being sent to school and so on and so forth just be aware and be involved in your child's progress i mean i don't feel like i should be telling anybody to be a parent but if there's anything you are going to pay attention to pay attention to this and make sure that you're aware of the things that are going on in school and what's available to you to your child as a student and what's available to you as a as a parent who has a student at home now going forward from that we're um, going to speak more on what happened to, what unfortunately happened to Nipsey Hussle. Um, as far as what, what's the story right now, he was gunned down in, one of, in front of one of his stores in his home neighborhood where he invested in many properties. He was overall looking to create a better neighborhood than the one he had originally come from. It's unfortunate right now because we are between believing that this is a situation of which jealous person in the neighborhood stepped up and 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 uh, shot him I believe six times other people are saying that this may be that this may be a hit and it's a government conspiracy I mean what do you guys think I think it was something within the hood I think it was an issue that happened prior and they got into an altercation and he came back with a gun when he knew where he was at, where he didn't have security because just a couple of days before that, he had security on him. He had 12 cops, I believe it was, hired to, you know, be, be his security. So in other words, he had police and security the days prior, but the one day that this man who is a millionaire and wears gold and platinum chains doesn't have security is the day that he has his life taken away. I guess if you put it in that light, <laughs> yeah. Somewhere, I think I'm somewhere in between. Oh, I'm not gonna call it a, go a government conspiracy because I'm not gonna pretend that these things do not happen. And then they're shaped, obviously shaped to be in a way that we are that some people are going to be content with the result of the situation. Others are going to be, you know, uh, hungry for more answers, more, more detail. Um, at this point, you know, we've seen the video. And like I said, it's mysterious to me that this is the one day he didn't have security, whether it be at his store, he have entourage with him. And this person had enough time to have an argument with him in front of his store, run back to the car, get his weapon, shoot him a few times, go back to the car, come back, 
shoot him some more times and kick him in the head before um before finally fleeing the scene. I seen in the video that somebody had jumped out of their car, came back, what I would assume was to grab their keys because they left the car running and just left. Like right after that. Like he could have I don't know. But this also brings us back to the whole Genevieve syndrome where you see something happening, you hear something happening and you're you're such in shock that you don't really know what to do. I mean, like I said, just considering him being the figure he was in his neighborhood, it would be understood on the streets to know this is not the person that you that you hit. The person who's putting jobs in your neighborhood, who's putting who's putting um, reputable places in your neighborhood. It's just it's not the person. Granted, there's always going to be jealous people who 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 want to take advantage of a situation where. You know, you might get caught up and you're not, you don't have nothing on you. There are going to be people who are jealous of your successes. That's always going to be the case when you're doing the right thing. But this is a situation that's just too... It's, it's, it's too many coincidences involved. It doesn't make any sense. Personally speaking, I do not have a real opinion on whether this is a hit or not. I do feel that it is very, very bad timing considering his documentary coming out on Dr. Sebi. Is that how you say it? Sebi. Sebi. Um, but the thing about conspiracies, they're always difficult to prove. That's why they're a conspiracy. Nobody can really fucking prove that this is the reason Nipsey died. Difficult to prove until until the future. Too many times... We read on things or conspiracy theories in the past. Just a lot of people of color, especially in situations, telling each other you're overthinking it. Um, it's not. It's 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 not what you think. You're you're, you're it's going over your and the other the other side saying it's going over your head and so on and so forth. Eventually, they're they're revealed to be clear, outright ideas of what was um, allegedly happening to be. For example, you take um, the assassination of Martin Luther King. At the time, it was known as a conspiracy theory. Little did we know that this case, that his family went to went to court for the kid. Well, I believe they took the the CIA, the FBI. I'm not sure which division of law enforcement it was, but they took them to court. They received a settlement for the death of their father. And I don't know about you, but giving a settlement to a case is is not is not a uh, admission of innocence. You know, it's to clean it's to clean up a situation. Or at the same time, either way, it is a very poor timing. And in the spirit of a conspiracy, I feel like the easiest way to keep a conspiracy theory going is to just let people talk. Because your brain automatically fills in the gaps that you wanted to have for whatever objective you're looking for. And it's easier to keep a mystery going if you never confirm it. You don't confirm it. You don't deny it. You just leave it where it's at. And niggas keep talking. And then 30 years from now, right under our noses, we have the FBI files confirming the exact details that people thought about. Or the opposite. Or it just wasn't innocent. Well, not an innocent thing, but it just was, in this case, um, somebody in the street was jealous and shot him. Maybe. We don't know until 30 years in the future. But as of right now... We know that Nipsey Hussle's killer. Event. Yeah, it's unfortunate. His killer has been identified. And if you look it up, they actually say that the suspect's family, about two family members, were just killed in a revenge thing. So whether this is all government conspiracy or I mean, not. Allegedly. Allegedly. Whether this is all. <laughs> government conspiracy or not. Yeah, because they did say suspect. Yeah. His family's getting shot. It ain't dying themselves in street justice. You know what I mean? That's what we know for sure. His family is dying. His family could be involved in gang shit too. I mean, I'm just saying we have to see all the facts. People wouldn't be talking. People, honestly, nobody has to talk. If we had a, if we had a reputable system of Law enforcement, something that we could actually rely on, and, and uh, social media and also and overall news outlets, we wouldn't have to talk. 
We just get the facts and it is what it is. There's nothing to say after that. But because we don't get the facts, we have cover-ups, um, corruption, and so on and so forth. It's like, all it's going to be is speaking. Another thing, too, though, is that we've come to realize that, you know, allegedly, they say that the LAPD is one of the most corrupt police departments that there is. So more than likely, there are going to be cover-ups to this story. They're probably not going to get everything out. I mean, look at how they still haven't resolved Tupac and Biggie's case. I think that, um, I mean, as far as what I was saying before, there's nothing you can say about the truth. We can have all the opinions that we want, but at the end of the day, when the truth comes out, I mean, that's it. There's nothing else to say about it. In terms of um, LIP, the LAPD itself, yes, I mean, allegedly they've had many, they've had too many, too many cases of blunders, corruption. Yeah, quote, quote, using the quotation fingers, blunders, corruption, uh, beating niggas' asses in the streets. As I said, if it was fair, we wouldn't have anything to say about it. Um, moving on from that, I mean, there is. But as I said, there's a lot going on in, in hip-hop right now. We know I consider the case of Nipsey Hussle to be more of social news. We also have this trending topic going on right now, which is surviving Cardi B. Have you guys seen, y'all seen this? <laughs> it's kind of hard not to see it. I've seen everything that's been going on? <laughs> no, it's overall the... Um, Conversation oh, regarding. Oh, you're talking about surviving Cardi B because of the surviving R. Kelly. Got it. Well, okay. I thought you meant her music and stuff. <laughs> it's it sometimes the surviving Cardi B's music too. Don't worry. <laughs> My bad. Um, I mean, she she had the number one album last year. Yeah, big ups to her. I'm just saying, not for nothing. Uh, not that that means everything in the world either. I'm just saying. I mean, some people obviously there are people who rock with her music. Tiger had one of the best years oh, ever. No, nigga, please. <laughs> nigga, please. Nobody's ever talking about Tiger. Tiger? Either, <laughs> either way, um, what happened it, what, what, what's happening now, going from the beginning, a, a, a video, a re, video research, uh, resurfaced of her saying that in order to do, in, in order to survive in her time as a stripper and quote unquote as a sex worker she had to lead niggas back to hotels um drug them with who knows what and would proceed to rob them take your chain your ipod your belt buckle uh whatever the case is whatever is of value now um the conversation connects to what's happening to r kelly uh, raping underage girls, taking people captive, so on and so forth. Uh, honestly, that's a false equivalency in which we shouldn't be entitling the surviving Cardi B. However, what should be thought of here is where men stand in terms of what's known as rape culture. The moment that a man was to be committing the same things as she was as a sex worker, uh, drugging and robbing people, they'd be convicted. I mean, a lot of people are saying, not even people, because she said herself, um, you know, hip hop is, uh, we don't have the articles to, we don't have the article to cite right now, but for the most part, she was throwing hip hop under the bus, saying hip hop is a place where you get to speak your truths and be the person that, that you are and so on and so forth. And uh, nothing happens to them. Nothing happens to the people talking about drugs and violence in their music from the 90s. And that's absolutely not true. That's so far from true. Let's not forget. Haven't people gotten convicted for what they've been rapping about? Exactly. Let's not forget the hip-hop police. Let's not forget... um, Bobby Schmurter is the perfect example. Bobby Schmurter is a perfect example. He is probably the best example. When I was talking to the the DA, he told me that he would listen to Lil Wayne all the time. And he would get a lot of the code that was used in in all these rap songs that he would listen to. He told me personally he loved trap music. So you casually out here talking to DAs? <laughs> no. Because I got some got some tickets. Listen, yeah. <laughs> she don't know how to fight. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hate you. Who said I don't know how to fight though? <laughs> Come on, buddy. He's giving her he's giving her a look right now. Y'all, y'all Insert side eye here. Whatever you believe to be a nigga, please look. That's the look he gave her. 
Um, but no, basically, uh, the Cardi and B and R. Kelly allegations, the only reason they're being compared is because R. Kelly is a very hot topic right now. And it's like... And I don't care. I don't care to compare it. I don't. R. Kelly is its own separate situation as a whole. We have to talk and focus on uh, Cardi B and what she... It's not allegedly if it came out of her own mouth that she said she did these things. Now, we also have to get into, like, what is consent. And it has to work all the way around. It's not just what is consent. For... I mean, if you unless you've been living under a rock, consent has been a, a huge topic of, of you know sex in society in general. Yeah. But a lot of this has been geared towards women. Now we're looking at what does consent mean for when, men when the women are the perpetrator, and that it's is not about a, being a perpetrator. It's just it incredible. is the perpetrator. That's exactly what it is. When a woman preys on a man, she is a perpetrator. Well, you're speaking you're speaking in a sense of violence and raping someone. I'm speaking in general. I'm talking about a general interaction that she's approaching you for sex. And at what point does a man consent in that situation? Because last I checked, it was um, even if they were both, you can't you can't consent if you were drinking. If both parties were drinking, the man is convicted for raping the other woman, even though he was drunk. Also, there's this no impaired true. judgment on his end. But at the same time, we're now looking at Cardi B's situation. And I think men culture in general, because I had a similar conversation about this with a friend. And she said, you know why Cardi B won't get tried? Because no man is going to come up and say, oh, I've been raped. This chick raped me and then robbed me. I was drunk. I don't remember that. A lot of them, a lot of it is a pride thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of men don't come forward to having been raped or sexually assaulted or anything yeah, like that, even think, even growing up. How many of y'all babysitters try to hit, hit on you? You know what I mean? Like, how many of y'all older mom's friends used to just be like, oh, look at that cute little baby. He's so handsome. I like, don't think it went exactly like that, but I see exactly what <laughs> you're getting. Three, I have three situations off the top of my head. I have, I two, situ- talk about I have two situations. I have but, two situations. But see, but see how head. it is? I don't want to talk about the shit on the podcast. <laughs> But see, at the end of the day, what we're talking about is women sometimes, in my experience, we're not held equally to the same standards because Cardi was essential. She was a stripper, but she also did sex work, right? right. Now, if you, perci- um, if you perceive we're doing this sex work and then you drug me... Mm-hmm. And then we still have sex. And then you robbed me after that. I did not have the right mind state to be like, whoa, 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 chill. And after you drug me, even if I went, whoa, chill, you not chilling because you already came here with the purpose of robbing me. I don't think at that point she would have even bothered to have sex with them. Did she say that she would have sex with them? I don't think drugs work whoa, like that where this is just dropping immediately. Initially. Not dropping immediately, but they're not, they're not really coherent. Like I've seen dudes nodding on the street. Initially, there was a man who came forward and said that he had a he had a situation with Cardi B. There's no, there is no truth to that situation. We don't know if that was absolutely true because later he came back and said it was a joke. However, if you take if you take in consideration how men are in society, to go back and say that's a joke, people are joking on him, people are talking shit about him about coming forward. That's exactly why it's a pride thing. It's exactly why we don't say anything about it to begin with. Which is another thing that has to be addressed. But ultimately, this is probably why Cardi B is going to skate with this. It's just addressing why is it in society that as a man, you have to feel like a bitch because because a woman got over on you on something. Somebody can be smarter than somebody else. But why does it have to be that if a man if a man had going through this situation, he can't talk about it, can't say what happened. That's silly. It might also be a pride thing in that case. Especially when I'm trying to get my shit back. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Next I'm trying to get my shit back. Mine. I'm getting my shit back. That's it. I'm taking what's mine and more. Now you owe me. Only. And if you're going to take the shit back, you're wrong. Well, let's look <laughs> at not only <laughs> the surviving <laughs> R. Kelly case. We could also look at the Bill Cosby case situation. It's, it's whatever more case Bill you want Cosby to than it is R. Kelly. Yeah, I agree. Bill yeah. Cosby, the only difference was 
he wasn't out here, you know, taking bitches' belongings because he got money. He got his own money. This case is similar, eerily similar, and I don't feel like it's getting the same attention or the same respect because we like Cardi B and Bill Cosby's just an old motherfucker now. Well, just to say also, people liked Rick Ross when he had a um, his line in his uh, little you know line. it. He lost endorsements. Yeah. And he was no way to be seen for a long time. I also want to ask a little something, though, here, too. Um, What are the statute of limitations for robbery? Like, what are the statute of limitations for that? She would be within the statute of limitations for it. I think it's like like 12 years. Are you sure? Because is that that considered a felony? Either way, Robbing somebody is a felony. Drugging and robbing. Depending on what it is that you're robbing, though. Because if you take something that's over 1,000, maybe... It don't matter. If you take something... That does not belong to you. You're robbing. Well, see, no, there are different degrees. But there are there different are degrees of this. This is true. Grand larceny is the felony. Grand larceny, I believe, is like twelve or fifteen hundred dollars over, over that. That's yeah, a but felony. I highly doubt she was taking twelve hundred dollars. How do we know? People. Belts are expensive now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do we know? Niggas iPod, niggas iPhone is a thousand dollars nowadays. Inflation, all that good stuff, whatever. But at the end of the day, if Bill Cosby could go out, go to jail for raping and putting pills and bitches drinks 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Why is it that Cardi is not facing any kind of backlash from the women community about her intentionally going with people to have sex, drug them, and then steal from them? I haven't even got it. And that's rape in itself, too. I'm stuck on it. I'm stuck on it socially. And why there's so much energy towards a man doing it and there's no energy for a woman doing it. That's what's confusing to me. Stephanie? I mean, I think it should all be addressed, obviously. But in order to address a lot of the situations where these actors were um, are now getting tried and, you know, all these people that are now getting tried for the sexual, you know, you know, misconducts or whatever... A lot of this is because those laws have changed where people now can go back and say, well, this happened to me. This is, you know, th- this is why. But I'm see, that only now. seems to apply for women or work it, in it favor is, of it women. It is. Because and they should change that. They it, should. It, it shouldn't even be changed. It should be enforced all around. Because at the same time, I don't know if y'all follow the um, comedian Louis C.K., yeah, Louis C.K. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians. He got canceled. Oh, I remember that. Quotations. Yeah. He got for, canceled. For jacking off to a chick over the phone. Or this chick. I thought it was in person. There, it was a different occasion. Wait, She what? saw so him multiple, beating his meat. Multiple occasions. Yeah. Beating off on Beating off. He was like, and he would tell him, listen, I'm about to go beat my meat. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, that's not funny. It, it is funny because you gave it forewarning. I'm going I'm to go... Choke the chicken, smash the hammer. Like, <laughs> I'm about to go get it busy with myself. And he, he has plenty of jokes in this material. I'm just saying, and, just to protect myself from being shamed, I'm just saying that it's it's just wild to, as a man who doesn't do shit like that, it's wild to just go and beat off on somebody. It is. It, I don't think he nutted on her, but it, it is matter. weird. It is weird to just beat off in front of a bitch. Whatever. It Listen, doesn't matter. You don't want to know this dude's dick on you either. Listen. <laughs> At the end of the day, he got canceled for not even touching these women, just being his own meat. Yes, I didn't. I just thought that Cardi he just is off a, the face of the earth. She, he got canceled. Like his show got canceled. He got taken off of he some even, shit. He even had a little sitcom too going. Yeah, Louis Lewis or something. Louis, Louis. Yeah, Louis. Oh my god. Yeah, it was so a funny. good show. Very but he good. lost yeah. hella shit yeah, behind that. We don't have to credit the show. It's not the time. It don't matter. It's not on air no more. <laughs> you can watch it on YouTube, though. Yeah, YouTube. No, no, no. We don't care no more. Either way, support. he did not touch these women. He did not assault them. He didn't, you know, he didn't touch them. It was consensual but, then. Exactly. It's not even consensual. It's like, I'm in no, my own I, space, even if you're here. And that's weird in itself. He shouldn't have done So, that. I mean, just to, to say what you're saying, you're saying he didn't even touch these women and he was canceled for the things that he did while she actively drugged people, led them back to hotels. And then, and, here, and here's what's bothering me. There's a, there's a space here where you're drugged to the point where you go to sleep. There's, an hour, there's hours worth of time that goes missing for this person where who knows what happened. You're, she's removing, she's uh, 
removing clothing from these people, um, removing things in their pockets and so on and so forth. They're not consenting to be touched in any way, shape or form. So even if sexual acts weren't happening after that, you were still violated regardless. That is assault. And nobody seems, especially, I apologize, it seems the women community are not accepting that or speaking on it. It's just like fair game or whatever. Sweep it under the rug. Um, sweep it under the rug. I like Cardi. And in my opinion, I will end up. That's not right. And it's like, to me, it's cool. You like Cardi B. You like her music. You like having her music in your earphones at the end of the day. I don't like being touched without my consent and being drugged in a hotel room. Having the fucking manager banging on the door and you don't even have a wallet to pay this nigga with. <laughs> Damn. But all in all, this should not be compared to the R. Kelly case. Yeah, they are completely not. separate things. Imagine, just imagine that scenario of a man, woman, whoever, whoever it is that's listening. You go to the club, talk to a stripper that you think actually likes you, walk away from your drink for a moment, um, she leads you back to the hotel, you think everything is cool. You wake up, manager's banging on the door, you don't have pants on anymore. You don't wear your wallet is. The nigga tells you to pay. You can't pay. He calls the cops. You're going to jail. They're trying to get your paperwork. You don't have an ID. To and your to booty hurt. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's all that there. Your booty hurt because she was angry at you. You said oh some shit she God. ain't like. Either way, these circumstances are not are not favorable to anyone. I think that people need to put themselves in 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 the, the put themselves in the shoes of the victim. Because the energy you have for other people, whether it be the energy for the victim or the energy for the, the perpetrator and how they should be punished, you need to have the same energy for everyone for everyone else and every and just the same because it's not it's not fair. Just things adjust has just things have to happen. That's what I'm saying. Adjusting has to happen? No, just things have oh, to just things have to happen. Justice. <laughs> oh. For justice. <laughs> for justice. For peace. Right. For the justice and for the peace of people to, you know, agree and have a middle ground. I mean, we can't have equality and people taking the good things from something while not wanting to take any of the bad things also. But, you know, I mean, that's, uh, like I said, that was just another one of the down topics we had. I mean, we felt like we had to, we should, we should go over some refreshers and more happier times <laughs> we thought we'd um we'd start remembering things that were favorable to us in the past such as toll being 850 crossing the gwb george washington bridge for those that don't live in the tri-state area when the metro card was a dollar fifty when niggas went outside <laughs> Wait. That's it. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Fire hydrants used to be open, in. shooting water on kids. Double Dutch happening. Fire hydrant on my block was still open this past summer. Actually, was open for every day in for two weeks, and that no seems like a huge nothing. waste of taxpayer money. Yeah, let me <laughs> tell you. As an adult, you feel that way. From you know what I had heard though at one point because I was I actually became really cool with one of the adults in the building. She said that she lived on the sixth floor, and whenever that pump opened, she would get no water in her house. Tight. You <laughs> so, on the sixth floor. Yeah, well, I mean, she would have to then call the city, and the city would have to come and shut it, but it, it was a constant debacle that she had with the block, I guess. So. Damn. <laughs> Somebody tell Miss Anderson to shower in the morning before the block is lit and the, the sprinklers is up. Except I hope it's not a hot day. She's in there sweating. Ass stinking, <laughs> can't get no water. She to the come curb. down and she come downstairs in her robe complaining. <laughs> I got some sweat rolling out my ass crack right now, and I can't take a shower because of y'all niggas. Oh, I thought, I thought there was literally sweat going down your ass crack. Right <laughs> I was about to it's say Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. The I rest swear. of us, the rest of us didn't need it, but I do remember, um, you know, running up to the ice cream truck for fruit guzzlers and. Ices and when shit was fifty cents for a drink type shit. But that sounds like us doing the what old water. people doing. Remember We're the glorifying what 
happened when we had the ignorance of children. <laughs> this shit was lit. Yeah, I remember not paying bills. Do you ain't have to worry about nothing. <laughs> you ain't got to go to work. You ain't got to do shit. That's the beauty of being a child. Nah, I'm not, not going to lie. I started working at like 13, 14. And yeah, even no, though it was like summer and Slave stuff shop. like that. Slave shop. No, no, no. She was, making, she was making Jordans. <laughs> nah, definitely not. At 13, no? No, yeah. High school. High school. We worked for our, our, for our tuition. They were making uh, vests. American Apparel. <laughs> Actually, we worked in law firms and bank firms and all these at, big companies. At Museums. 13, I don't want you in my law firm. No, we were legit interns and we would go one day out of the week, sometimes two days um, in, in the week during that during that month. And um, we would essentially pay towards our tuition. It's like with us. Where we would only pay $75, $100 for our tuition because we worked. It's like with us, it's like, yo, what were you doing? You were 13 playing Street Fighter. And what was she doing when she was 13? Oh, that, that Gibraltar case was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we really got tied up on that one. 7,500 convicted hours on my record. Actually, when I worked in the law firm, um, they had me dealing with the tapes that the lawyers had to listen to and watch. And these tapes were their furthering education. Hold the fuck and up. <laughs> Hold the guilty. fuck up. Yo, dead ass. Like, <laughs> they over here scarring the fuck out of you as a child. He said, listen to this murder case. No. See if you hear a nigga lying on <laughs> <No>. tape. <laughs> that wasn't how it went. That wasn't how it went at all. They would have to fill out paperwork that of, of videos that they had to watch themselves, the lawyers, of the new laws that have been put in place. And then they would have to fill out a paperwork just stipulating the password or the code that was used in the video. So that's how that's how they knew if they watched it or not. They would put the they would put the code in the middle of the video and the lawyer would have to watch the video until the end, get the code, return it back, and that was them quote unquote furthering their education. Niggas detailing. So that's how they kept up with the laws. Niggas detailing the, the confession of a of a Crip versus blood murder scene and Stephanie's on the side of the thirteen year old. That sounds like a bad man. That's a very bad man. <laughs> Never had any of that. <laughs> Never. But it was actually a pretty good experience. I enjoyed that experience. Um, it's not jobs that I keep on my resume right now, but you know. still real question. I'm Just out of curiosity. Hold on. Did they give you like VHS or were they DVDs? At that point in time, it was VHSs. By the time I was thirteen, that the, that the lawyers had to watch. I was just, I was just like thinking. Like two thousand five. Two thousand five. I mean, y'all talk. I'm looking at a movie that came out in 2005, so we had DVDs. I'm pretty sure we had DVDs by that time. And we probably like, had a portable DVD player yeah, and stuff like I'm just that. Curious. Like the little one. Yeah. Like, what did y'all watch that on? Not like, y'all. I, I wasn't watching these videos. It was the lawyers that would watch them. I would just help file all the, all the paperwork. When we had those jobs, we literally did administration. That was literally all we did. Watching movies about watching a. Uh, 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 evidence tapes about prostitution rings. No, no, we weren't that lucky. That I would have enjoyed. I would have enjoyed working on the floor, you know, what? with, with the you lawyers. What were you into at 15? I used to read up on crime stories all the time. Yeah, CrimeLibrary.com at the time was a website careful. that I used to watch all the time. Hell no, there weren't VHS. Not watch. Batman Begins came out 2005. Oh, yeah. Y'all getting ripped off watching VHSs. <laughs> so the, the 40-year-old virgin. First Batman off. Begins. Brokeback Mountain. Sin I was City. Not, I was not 13 in 2005. Yes, you were. When no. you were 14. I started high school in 2006. I was 14. I was 14, yeah. But, yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. 2005. And then 2006 Good is old. when I worked at the law firm. 2005 was when I worked at the bank. And then 2006 was when I worked at the law firm. Did you count these in your list of jobs? No. Well, yeah, I did. I did count oh. these, yeah. I just don't count them on my resume because it goes way too far back. And then my list would be two pages long. Working at the bank at 13, denying house loans. I, wasn't, I told you all I did was file. <laughs> all I did was file. They would hire me during the summer. They would hire me during the summer and the winter. Oh, something else we could remember. And then turned 14 and started snitching. Continue. The blackout. <laughs> we could remember the New York City blackout. 
Damn, what year was that? I don't remember. I think I was like 10. Kasaya so, remembers. What, 2003? Kasaya remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> why does Pepperidge Farm remember? Wait, why does Pepperidge Farm? Farm That's me. their tagline. Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> Wait, That's why? their tagline. I didn't even know that. You know, or maybe we should just do it now. What... <laughs> Like, what do I like know? A game of what? What? What taglines does Stephanie actually know? <laughs> Let's uh. L'Oreal because no, you're well, worth it. The the snack that smiles back. I don't know. Jesus Christ. What <laughs> 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 you pop, you can't stop. That's Pringles. That I know because I used to like Pringles. <laughs> Red Robins. <laughs> That's Red Robin. Duh. Oh, it was a trick question. No, it was a trick question. <laughs> Is there anything else? Oh, dangerously cheesy. Oh no. Craft? No. <laughs> I don't know. Who cheetah? Right? Yeah. Oh. Did you say the sack that smells right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Blackout like happened in 2003, by the way. Oh, I said 2003 so on the money. Woo! You good? Yeah. Um, I remember not having AC and sweating up like crazy. I don't remember. Well, I also I lived really high up. I lived on the 24th floor. Oh, so you had 17. that wind, wind. Yeah, you had was popping. I remember I was reading. Um, it's probably like the third Harry Potter book. I was reading it by candlelight. <laughs> like I was in the 1800s. Shit, me too. My Game Boy, my Game Boy died like around like six o'clock, so I was asked out. <laughs> he started reading a book. I had my Game Boy SP at that time. I was reading the book. The funniest part of that memory, like <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Talk about the times I read. Like, what I, a always clown. Read. I always read. What do you mean? This nigga over here reading and Who shit. Taught like, you to read. You ought to beat your ass reading books, being smart and shit. <laughs> that brings me back to a book we used to read in high school The Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl. <laughs> your curriculum was different. <laughs> What the fuck really was that? We didn't even read Romeo and Juliet because our teacher didn't want us to read the classic books that other high schools read. So we read. But they're called so, classics. But, like, but they didn't want to. They didn't want to teach us on those on those premises. You know what I mean? Like, like no, no curriculum, no catching in the rye, no no walk two moons. We're gonna read no. slave books. Actually, so it we read. Better, it does get better. We, we read a book to... called Black Boy. Uh, we read a black book boy called <laughs> it was actually a very good book though you guys need to read that book was the black boy happy actually it's Native Son it was Native Son Black Boy was the first book Native Son is the second book it was by Richard something but it was a very good book right, you didn't tell me if he was black happy black boy in the first semester nigga nigga in the second semester <laughs> first and then instead of reading Romeo and Juliet we read The Midsummer Night's Dream Richard Wright Richard Wright thank you Instead Man. of yeah, guest guest speaker Emily throwing out the, the author <laughs> the author names. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we had to also write journal entries as yes. a slave person. Yes. What? Yeah. What? Yes. We had to write. Yeah, we had to write oh journal entries God. for the characters, like no. the son, the mom. No. Yeah, we definitely did. I would feel some type of way even yeah. at that age. I'd be like. And then you know what was crazy? I don't want to do that. It was very hard to read the English because it was old English. Not even old English. It was like, for example, the uh, word flog. Yeah, people do, I still read remember. Or I still. Write. I still remember the word flog. Flog meant to whip. <laughs> Chattel meant slave. Those were the type of books that they would use in the book. I mean, the words that they would use in the book. Master whip me today. <laughs> Flogged did you today. have did you have to write it like all fucked up no no, no. just learned no. how to write i mean because she already knew we weren't gonna know how to write like that she actually even said our teacher write was, it fucked up we got extra points though if we wrote like that. yeah we did get extra points Jesus if we wrote like that what so the our fuck teacher kinda... made us actually really think about how they had to dumb down the english language and education of racism for and us because Again, they use words like chattel and flog and all these big words that, I mean, back then it wasn't big, but us to us, you know, to us now, it's like, Massive what does that even mean? Shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Fly my ass right off. 
<laughs> and then to top it all off, a Midsummer Night's Dream, when, when we read the book, we saw the most horrible movie to it. She even told, she even warned us and said this was the worst movie ever. Um, so why would you let children watch it? Well, because it went with the book. There was no other movies that really came out for it. Just it was just horrible. Black the last show you watched, Naruto, last show you watched, Barney, okay, we're going to put on Midsummer's Dream. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <how> I <laughs> It was actually pretty good, though. Um, that class is really fun. Yeah, it really was. Um, adding that to the uh, the the movies that you did watch, while there's many too many movies you didn't watch, that, that's really nuts. Because um, we were reading underneath the candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> reading by candlelight when I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I can't be caught again. <laughs> she taught herself English, right? Yeah, she actually taught herself how to read and write. And I and she became free if I don't if, if I recall correctly. That's crazy. I can't even. I don't even know how to say a in Spanish. My mom would have can't beat up the teacher. I mean, that's just it. <laughs> Wait, mean, what? My mom would have beat up the teacher. We could have taken it home though, right? No, we took it home. We I I used to get homework assignments on it all the time. Oh, I used to have to read some of the chapters. I tell my mom, I need some help, mom. My, I gotta uh, be a slave. I got, for a second. <laughs> my teacher told me to be a slave. He told me to really, he told me to really connect to my roots. You help me out. You're older than I am. Can I talk to grandma? Matter of fact, nigga said what? Yeah, my teacher getting whipped next. That's what's happening after an assignment like that. Yeah, no. Um, that was. I mean, that was when I when we were at the Jesuit school. At that point, we were in the private school. God bless you. And that, that was our curriculum. We actually didn't even have social studies the first year. The first year of school, we didn't have social studies. What was there instead? Um, we took other classes besides that. I, I remember that for a fact. Like? We religion. took religion, English. Um, we had math. We had science. A lab. We had science lab. Slave book studies. That was part of English. That was English. Um, we had gym in another building, yeah, so we Spanish. would have to take, oh yeah, Spanish, we had Spanish. We had... So what do you learn in religion class? They like said, this is what Jesus meant when he was getting wet. Well, so in religion class, they teach you the Beatitudes, they teach you the first commandments, they teach you... There's only one first commandment. It's the there's first. Ten, but there's ten com- commandments. Oh yes, there's ten commandments, but there's only one number one. It's the first commandment. What did I say? The f- Continue. <laughs> I, I, well, okay, so they teach you the Beatitudes, the five Beatitudes. They, they teach you the Ten Commandments. Um, you, have to, you have to read certain stories in the Bible. I remember in our, in our religion class, they used, to have us, they used to have us do symbols in the Bible when we read verses. And if we understood something, we would put like an exclamation mark. If we had a question on something, we had to put a question mark. It, we just had to read a lot of what was in the book and then interpret it in our way. And I remember one time in my religion class, I even asked my religion teacher, I said, well, because my sister actually asked me to ask the teacher. She was like, if the first story, if the first people were Adam and Eve and they had Cain and Abel, where did the rest of the population come from? And it was like, I dropped the bomb in class because from there on, it was like the teacher was like, well, you see, that's the point of the Bible. The Bible is just stories. And that's when it really hit me. I was like, damn. So the Bible ain't even like, ain't even like the book of truth like everyone says. It's really just a whole bunch of stories. It depends, on, it depends on what religion you worship as True. a whole. But it is, uh, it's a uh, grouping of stories and accounts put together from different people who encountered Jesus Christ. At least that's the Bible as far as Christianity goes or the Torah <clears throat> as far as um, Judaism goes and so on and so forth. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what the Bible always was. <clears throat> it's just yeah. interesting to me that in English class, they have you write from the perspective of a slave, but not at, from the perspective of an apostle during a religious class. Or write from the perspective of Jesus. I mean, all, all of our... Um, we had to continue. Yeah, when oh. we... At one point... Styles. Yeah, and at oh, one point, one of our teachers wanted us to continue writing the book of Matthew. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I think it was after the book of John. We had to continue writing after his. So you had to kind of like make up your own part of the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Also, did anybody decide to make themselves the next Messiah? That would have been... That Not that been I my, recall. I don't even remember him, him even sharing piece. that. 
I don't even remember him even sharing any of that. Because it was supposed to be recant. It was supposed to be re- retelling the story of Jesus in the eyes of the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, one of the two. So they marked my neck of Jesus, four. right? So I talked to I talked to John, John, <laughs> John, John, and John, because six Johns in the Bible. Me and Peter, you know, he had the strap. <laughs> About to roll up on this nigga Judas. <laughs> Please cut this out. <laughs> you know? Please cut this out. I'm just saying my homework assignment. What does it look like? <laughs> you probably would have been not, kicked out the first year. You're not coming back for the nigga who killed the nigga who died for your sins? You dead ass? Did you just compare <laughs> Jesus to Nipsey Hussle? And that is the conclusion <laughs> of our podcast today. <laughs> this has been another episode of the No Ledge Podcast. Any final thoughts? <laughs> None. I don't have Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Signing out. <laughs> Signing out. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs>